Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast. I am Renee Coman, sitting once again in the heart of the Clempire, Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge, with my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. Hey, man. It's good to be back. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's good getting to be, be a yeah. regular thing here. Back uh, to, here at the uh, Christmas Club. It's, it's, it's happening tonight, too. It really is. <laughs> it's going on here. It's like I Elvis. Know, I, I bought know, the place out for you. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, uh, there are going to be lots of money made here tonight, I have a feeling. Sure, and, sure, uh, yeah. Someone's yeah. making money tonight. Right. You know, so what's happening with you, man? What's happening with me? Um, um, well, just to uh, to follow up on the, the Airbnb advice you had, oh, uh, yeah. you know, to, uh-huh. to, that uh, the listeners uh, may know, I have an Airbnb that's set up in the apartment uh, next door to you, direct yeah. in the, the house directly next door to me, and yeah. uh, so so we had some new people, uh, and I'm and you had told me that I should uh, try to uh, ask them for money or just right, aggravate yeah. anybody yeah. that comes there. So, so as a as a first, you know, dipping my toe in the water on that that uh, that effort, I uh, I the the guy had parked on the lawn, you know, because the street is so torn up. Okay. And so just I said, uh, did the the owner of the house tell you it was okay to park on the lawn? And he told you to fuck off. And well, he he started copping it out. He goes he goes well, no, but I'll park in your driveway if you want. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't know where you got that. And, and he goes, I said, well, what would make you say that? He goes, well, you said I shouldn't park here. I said, no. I asked you if the owner said it was okay to park. Okay. And he's like, oh, okay. What what license plate was there? Oh, I didn't even look. Oh, you, I don't know. So you don't know what state they were no, from. No, no, right. no, no. But uh, but but already you just... should have said, yeah, you could park at my driveway for twenty bucks. <laughs> 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 no, no, it wouldn't have been worth it. But uh, so anyway, that that gave me a little uh, thumbnail idea of of the kind of uh, joy I might be able to get out of this. You know, I don't like to have conflict with my neighbors, even if they're only going to be there for a couple of days. So yeah. I don't know. I'll have to see. I'll, maybe I have to pick and choose who I harass. You so know? they're gone though. This guy yeah, they left. Yeah, yeah, no, no further. Uh, 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 you know, uh, conflict <laughs> with them. <laughs> but, well. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you know the owner of that place? I don't. I met him one time because it's a guy who he he bought this building about a year ago at the height of the market. He paid way too much for it. He yeah. his, and he's going to fuck up my uh, my uh, uh, property tax rates because it's right next to me. He paid yeah. like something like fucking eight hundred thousand oh dollars for this God. fourplex. It's ridiculous, you know. I mean, he he, he could probably could pick it up for six fifty. So that's you know, why but, he's doing the Airbnb. Yeah, and and now they have three long term tenants in there. Right, yeah. Now my fear is that he's like, going to switch even more. They're not happy. They're when I I brought up to one of them, I was like, "There's a lot of traffic through here." The guy's like, "Yeah, it's a big problem, man. It's it's a, <laughs> it's it's they, they make noise." The guy was saying even. Uh, the last few Amazon packages that, that they got delivered, the Airbnb people took so, them. Oh, <laughs> oh, and he said, I knew they had taken them, but they wanted to fight me about giving them back. 
Oh my! And he said, you know, I contacted the property manager person. She doesn't respond, or you know, isn't isn't helpful in any way. He's like, man, it's a big problem. So I'm sure all those people are going to leave. Well, we had, you know, we haven't had a person across. We have an Air, somebody Airbnbs across the street, but they live right. on the other side. Well, yeah, you have a they buffer, li- yeah. a slight buffer. They, well, yeah, but um, so we had, they hadn't had a guest an Airbnb there for about a month or so until this weekend. With some family, it wasn't even a family, it was like th- three adults, and they had Florida license plates on. So we're thinking maybe they're, you know, Ian fucked them up so bad, they're just left right. Florida or whatever. We didn't know. So we're giving them a pass, you know, that, you know. But then the funniest thing is they're there for about four or five nights. The whole, you know, they leave, they get, I guess they go somewhere, they go, I don't know what they're doing, maybe they're on business. But when they're home, they keep the door open. Their front door open. It's like, you know. It's creepy. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Why, <laughs> Why do you want someone else to see you doing it? Yeah, right? and they're sitting there watching TV or whatever they're doing. Hoping know? to make a friend, maybe. And, you know? and, 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 and they have the front door open. And it's like, all right, whatever. I've seen, I've seen weirder stuff over there across <laughs> the street, you know. But that's what you're going to get, man. You're yeah. get I'd rather the door be closed and I could use my imagination. Well, there it is. You know, you know, they, that's you that's, know, that's the real kick yeah, there. The door is closed, the lights are out, and they're learning to walk in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, that's that's yeah. that's the old, that's the best scenario it's for me. It's a good me. thing to learn, though, you know. Definitely. So whatever it takes to get you there. Yeah, exactly. But, okay, so you know what? I Get used to it, man. Yeah, yeah. No, this is an ongoing just, saga. You know, I'll keep the troubled nation uh, apprised I of just, the developments here. I guess, um, now, I, I know, that, you know, like, when you look at the, that kind of stuff, depending on the neighborhood, how it is adjacent to, like, the tourist areas and stuff like that, I think the rates are lower and stuff, at, you know. In my neighborhood. Yeah, they would be well, lower. Well, particularly because you can't, drive down the street you know i mean the guy's got to have it and looking at the quality of people that he's getting in there you know it's like like when you go to motel six it's uh you know it has a certain (laughs) a certain uh you know quality of guest Kind of yeah. like that, you know. You're saying it's the Motel Six of, Air, of I, uh, Airbnb. I think, I think it might be yeah. there, the Motel okay. Six of Airbnbs in my neighborhood. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Good to know. Oh, well, yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> oh, there's going to be lots of material, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. no I'm, I'm, yeah. But I, you know, you still have to, you know, do what I said. You know, ask right. them for money. Right. So, yeah, yeah. You know, come out. Like, Get a piece with, of the action. Come out with like you know a wife beater shirt and stuff like that. <laughs> my pajama bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Scratching my ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get a. I was s- thinking sense. more boxers, but yeah. Well, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. Somebody said speedo, but I might <laughs> might be maybe start off uh, somewhere you know less escalated than that, but. Uh, yeah, or you know what you could do? You could start sleeping in your car next door to them, and just have the music. I don't know. That's just <laughs> right. But. Uh, well, yeah, that's uh, it's gonna happen. That first few months or six months to nine months is really rough because you just like, what the fuck is this? Because we have one on our block, we have one. And it's been there, geez, it's been there now about ten years now. Mm. But that first year, or so it's like, you know. But then the owner got the message, you know. So, 
You know, no. you gotta you gotta get your you gotta get your neighbors involved. You right. No, I'm gonna involved. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell yeah. the other people in the yeah, in that the ones, apartment. The ones you know. Yeah, you yeah, have, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. some leverage there, yeah. but you yeah. need the yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta have the full. You court need to press. rally the troops. Right. Yeah. Right. Rally, rally Sycamore. Right. <laughs> Sycamore. That's the street you live on, right? Yep. Sycamore. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So well. So we had uh, Halloween yesterday. Yeah. Did you uh, go trick or treating, Manny? No, I, I give out candy. You did. Yeah, I give out candy, okay. and then we go because in our neighborhood, um, over on you know, I'm right off Esplanade, and right there by Cafe de God, there's that little pocket park there. Right. And the whole neighborhood association takes that park, and they 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 have entertainment for the kids, face painting, all this. Got the firemen come, and oh, they, okay. they get to jump on the truck, and then that a few blocks around that park, all the streets are closed. And it's trick-or-treating for all the kids. Okay. All the houses, trick-or-treat. So uh, we didn't go there, but it's something that happens. Uh, we, uh, we had some trick-or-treaters early, and then we went to uh, a, another house, a friend of ours. Well, they, were, they were closer to the action, and we had, hung out with them, and they gave out candy. And, but what I did notice, because our neighborhood, you know, there's a lot of people who give out candy. I did notice as we were walking home, is that like lots of vans and SUVs <laughs> were driving into our neighborhood um, and parking, and just tons of kids would yeah. get out of these cars. <laughs> they, were, they were busting them into your neighborhood. Yeah, they were busting <laughs> into our neighborhood. And we had already ran out of candy. Uh-huh. So, so you had to give them the apples with the razor blades? <laughs> no, I just gave them advice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Some bad advice. Learn to walk in the dark. Yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, um, you could practice by closing your eyes, right? <laughs> yeah. There you go. But and you can did, shower I, in the dark. I, right? I, yeah, <laughs> I did notice that that was, especially walking home down Esplanade, there was all these vanfuls of families just pulling up. And you could tell they weren't from our neighborhood. So I hope they got their candy, because it was getting late. Right. But you know who I did see hmm. at the house that we were at? I saw our, our good friend, the Tic Tac Lady. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Made another appearance. She yeah, made yeah another I see her occasionally. How, how was she? She was fine. She, she popping the Tic Tacs? No, I think oh, she was uh, she was jonesing, though, I think. She kicked the Tic Tac I think she was jones That's a pretty bad Joe, I would No, no, this girl was eating, like, 11 boxes of Tic Tacs a day wow. at one yeah. point. Yeah, wow. no, she wrote them down. Yeah, yeah, she was, wow. yeah, she had yeah, a yeah. big, big problem. Yeah. <laughs> best <laughs> breath in town, but. Well, yeah, best yeah. breath in town, but. But what? At what cost? How did we make her stop? We just told her that you know it's like <laughs> one calorie per Tic Tac. I think she was trying to stop when I met her. She was. Yeah. Uh, she was. She, she was, was already to trying to stop. <laughs> I think it's because uh, she was eating those uh, green Tic Tacs. I Whoa. Think it, so I think something Damn. was going on. I don't did know. She but, stuck just uh, with green, or did she it, like swap colors? I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just glad she. To, I'm just you? glad she's off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, there's and nothing. Hope she more, could stay off. Yeah, hope she could stay off. I don't know if there's a, a, a rehab for that. I and guess there's a rehab program. Yeah. I think there's a rehab for anything. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They'll absolutely. sell you a, a yeah. treatment. So I saw her and the usual suspects over there, and it was okay. I'm glad we ran out of candy. I went to bed early and stuff like that. But other other thing that's going on, you know, I noticed I was driving to work last week, and in my neighborhood they have that Lafitte Greenway for bicyclists and joggers and all that stuff. So you got to stop. 
Yeah. You got to stop because they'll press a button. These flashing lights will go on mm -hmm. and we're all supposed to stop, you know. But then I saw, I noticed um, this like uh, husband and wife, you know, pushing a baby carriage and stuff like that and a uh, stroller or whatever you want to call it. I was thinking to myself, why, you know, well, I never walked before, you know? Before you had kids? Yeah. Uh -huh. So why is it when you have a kid, you, all of a sudden you have to start walking? Yeah, I think, you know, you, you run out of things to do with them, you know? They, they, they get bored. But they're bored. not getting anything. They're asleep. I mean, they're like six months old. Well, sometimes you have anything. to do it to get them to go to sleep. Right, right. You know? Yeah, that's Whatever the thing. Whatever it takes. Yeah, but this soothing is like eight in the morning. Been up for four huh. days. This you're is like eight in the morning. Yeah, I guess, you know, See, the, the I don't parents get stir-crazy, yeah. you know, being <laughs> yeah, exactly. in the house with the kid, you know? And, like, that's something you can do with the kid. Is, but... but were they walkers before? Because I wasn't a walker. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even remember walking with the kid, to tell you the truth. I was too busy working. Maybe my wife right. walked yeah, with the kid. Yeah, probably so. You know, but I, I don't get it. It's like it's like a three-month-old baby, six-month-old baby. What are they getting out of this? <laughs> uh, you know, they smell the smells. It's good for them to get out, get some fresh air. You know, you want to be cooped, have the baby cooped up in the house all the time. Like I said, you run out of things to do with the kid, you know? It's like you... What you is it going to do with a six-month-old? You just well, you take you them to the change park their and, diaper and Well, they're still them. there, so you yeah. got yeah. Do something with right. them. They ain't you know, going nowhere. Yeah, Put them in front of the TV. <laughs> well, <laughs> like I mean, everyone the, else. The parent wants a change of, of scenery, is yeah. what I'm saying. Well, I know. didn't want a change of scenery. I well, you weren't you weren't stuck chained to the kid. I was your wife. So you have to ask her whether she was walking was, or not. I was stuck with the <laughs> or kid. Or going I, crazy or not. I come home. I just don't understand that. Like all of a sudden you become a parent and you become a walker. Well, I what? think there's a lot of things that happen immediately. When you become a parent, you know, and walking is probably the, uh, the one of the safest ones. Right, right. But, uh, Jesus, it's just like, you know, you go home, there's the kid. Uh, it doesn't come with the owners, man, or anything like that. And, you know, sure, you've, it's it's a trip, bro, I thought, you know. So you got you to gotta get with it real quick and improvise in the field the best you can. Sure, and, yeah, uh, just, just something I started doing Did you stuff. walk? Did I, you walk your um, kid? Uh, yeah, yeah, we would go places and, and uh, you and know, walk? walk. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. With your kid? Yeah, yeah. In a stroller? In a stroller, sure, yeah. Really? We had several different, you know, we had the, the kind of stroller that the uh, the the seat would, would disconnect from the stroller and oh, you could you clip go, it yeah. into the uh, the car. It would become a car seat, you know, so if uh -huh. they fall asleep, you don't have to yeah, shift see? them from one see? thing to the other. You know, you just pick up the whole contraption and shift it into the car. Look, to, to get my son to go to sleep, I would have to put him in the car and drive him around and then carefully bring him in in that contraption and set Why him down. Why don't you just on the give them sleeping medication? Well, I don't know. I mean, it would never work. You know, the kid uh, seemed to just have the opposite effect, you know? Yeah, I don't so. know. I just don't get it. Yeah. It's like, all of a sudden, you're a parent, you become a walker. Yeah. Uh, you know, you yeah. gotta do yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. And then there's those people who run with the kid. Well, yeah. Now, you know, like, pushing the cart and yeah. the jogging strollers the jogging strollers yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. they're yeah, doing it with that. one hand and like on the side yeah. I mean, it's That's hard dangerous. to steer a stroller it's dangerous texting with the other just, hand yeah, it's dangerous with, always man. talking on the phone you, you, do you think it's strange like now it used to be if you saw someone walking down the street talking in a very you know normal loud voice you would assume they were talking to themselves a crazy person and, right, and a right. you know yeah you know but now it's a normal thing. I constantly am looking around like, who the fuck Because they got there on the phone. Or right, they have those the Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just walking down the street. No one cares. Uh, you know, 
<laughs> yeah, well, it's, they don't it, care who hears. It, you know? It's good cover for the crazy people because now, <laughs> now, now they're not getting so many stares <laughs> anymore. That's right. That's and right. You can pull it off. That's right. Uh, I don't know. I just uh, I find it very interesting that all of a sudden you have to walk. You know, uh, I don't like walking. Who likes walking? <laughs> walking's good. Ah, uh, you know. You know. Anyway, what else is going on it with beats you? running, man. That's uh, that's all I got to say. Um, well, you know, well, it beats crawling too. It beats crawling too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, well, I saw some sad news. Uh, you're one of your former drummers in uh, Two Free Stooges uh, and and uh, uh, the Dead Kennedys. D H D H Peligro. Yes, yeah, he passed away. He passed away. He was a good guy. He uh, um, last time I saw him, man, was goddamn. It was a long time ago, probably in the mid '90s. Probably around the same time I saw Matt Tecchio. Uh But yeah, it was some crazy thing. He just fell down or some fl- huh. a flight of stairs. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. and apparently he's been clean and sober for you know way too long. Yeah, and uh, just he, couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he threw uh, himself down <laughs> right, <laughs> just for some excitement. He was walking. He was going down a walk. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah well, See, there you go. It all starts. It, the dangers it all starts of walking. There. Starts. You know, he was right. going to walk. Yeah, I don't think he had a kid, but anything. Right. But D.H. Man, he used to have the hottest girlfriend. Man, what was her name? God, she was hot. Anyway, but um, yeah, it's sad news, you know. And he was only uh, like a few years older than us, and he yeah. he fell down a flight of stairs and uh, blunt force trauma oh, to the man. head. Yeah, oh, man, it's a tough know. way to go. I've had yeah. a few friends that that exact thing has happened yeah. to. They were walking. No, they weren't. But uh, they were at the top of the stairs, totally sober. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, maybe late at night, you know, trying to for whatever reason, and it's. It's yeah. kind of stuff like that's hard to come to grips with sometimes. Like, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. But Oh, yeah. There you right. go. Yeah. Well, that's why we had to get you in, man. Oh, yeah, exactly. so, you know, before something bad happens. You live on the that. second floor. I appreciate don't you? someone uh, recognizing yeah. that as being necessary. Yeah. Right. So did you do Halloween? I don't think you don't do Halloween. No, no. I had to. I played last night at DBA. Oh, and, okay. Uh, actually, my wife went and trick or treated with our our my my nieces and over in uh, in Old Metairie. So they were still enjoying. But I thought the, you uh, guys didn't do Halloween. Um, well, you know, we don't uh, we don't make a big deal about it. But I but, thought it was a religious thing that well, you don't do Halloween. I mean, yeah, Jews aren't big on Halloween, you know, generally. Because uh, you have to buy candy and give it away to total strangers? <laughs> Is that uh, it? Furthering the... Uh, the, the, uh, the uh, um, well, maybe we should get our, uh, our guest in here. Huh? Sure, why oh, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a he's a guy I've I've known for for a good long time. It's interesting how we met and and how how many connections we have. He uh, comes from a very uh, prominent family here in New Orleans. He's a he's a great front man, a singer, songwriter, uh, a washboard player. He started off on, but uh, he also plays harmonica and guitar. His his current band, his uh, latest group, is Concrete Confetti. Also plays oh. with uh, Sonny Schneido's Fortifiers with a few other people we know. He's been in bands like uh, Saint Rock and uh, Frank Spencer Quartet and uh, the legendary Gutter Brothers over there in London. And uh, we'll get into all that, but without further ado, the great Mr. Tony Green. Oh, Welcome, wow. Tony. Welcome, quite, quite an introduction. Yeah. Thank you very much yeah, for having yeah. us Is on. it true? I'm well, troubled. What is it true? I'm troubled, <laughs> yes. Well, well, just before we start off, uh, just to clarify... Um, uh, 
are, are you a muralist? No, I am not. Okay, are you a gypsy jazz guitar player? No, I am not. Okay, are you a, a QAnon conspiracy uh, no, promoter? No, I am not. Okay. Last time I checked. But, so you're you know. Tony Green, but not the crazy one. Exactly. Okay, very good. I've been known as the other the, Tony Green. The other... <laughs> The, the, tone, the crazy Tony the, the Green. Real is Tony he from Green. here too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he yeah, is. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. why he's saying he's oh, he's yeah. he's the 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 one who's not crazy. Well, that's Tony the Green. one I thought we were interviewing tonight. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Mr. Chevrolet. Um, so anyway, Tony. Uh, I'll I, do my best. All right. Yeah. Sure, sure. Well, he's, um, so you are a native New Orleanian. Yes, I am. And uh, so, where'd you go to high school? I went to Mac Main High School. Okay. But, uh, oh. I, not not for all four years. Okay. But uh, I started. For some of those years. For some of those years. My, my mother lived in Virginia, so I was up there. I was like ping pong kid, but, you know. Um, and then. Uh, Are you a product of a divorce? Is that why? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But so your mom was it, there, it your dad. It gets a lot stranger than that with my yeah. other family. Uh, okay. <laughs> if it were only that simple. Right, okay. right. Well, we'll get into all that. Yeah. So uh, what neighborhood did you grow up here in New not, Orleans? Not too far from here. Maple in Cherokee. And, uh, and then further down on Maple, uh, where right across from Jamila's restaurant is now oh okay across the street oh yeah massive oak tree right that's crumbled this the sidewalks now i saw you were uh, chumming it up with uh, our our host dave clements dave, here yes. now did, now did the clements family and and your family kind of uh, all grow up together did those families go way back yeah it was sort of like the original uptown bohemian uh-huh scene and my dad was kind of the senior member of that okay and the uh you know, the tribe was with all the Clements and uh, Fielding and Stephen Henderson and... Um, oh, and Georgia Henderson. And Georgia Henderson. Well, we, she was like She was the little girl, but right, yeah. right. But she, I, I knew her age, from right. Nicole Pavi, and yeah, they were best exactly. friends. Exactly. Yes, they were. Right, And right. the Pavis. These, are, these were all... These were the Bohemians. Oh, you, you, know? knew the yeah. bo you knew the yeah. Pavis as yeah. well. Oh, I mean, okay. Before... Like I said, I was in and out of the picture a lot right, right. during that time. But yeah. What okay. about the Turjons, Dave Turjon? Not that much. I kind of got uh, to know Dave now. Uh, okay, because he recently. was friends with Nicole. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They were they were kids together. Now, so so Tony, um, like I was saying, I I uh, I knew your sisters. But I didn't realize they were your sisters because they have a different last name, different like last like the name. the Charbonnet. So I, I uh, Jean Michel Charbonnet. Jean Michel, the I, oldest. I, gra Thais. I graduated from high school with her, and also okay. went to Noka with her. And she's a right. terrific opera a singer. Sir, yes. and, yeah, yeah. And uh, and Suzanne, we had uh, on the podcast actually, right. a good friend of Kelly Keller's, and uh, Suzanne on our two hundredth episode came and, and watched us recording it and jumped in at the jumped very in. end and, yeah, and talked for, for a bit. Her. And I know you're you're the 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 mom, Denise Charbonnet, yes. is a big fan of the Trouble Men podcast. That's, that's, as it turns yes, out. that's as it turns out. Good for her, as she should be. Right, right. Well, she's. She, I'm sure she's very proud of you. Does she <laughs> yeah, know you're? I know I'm made the, the big time, Bob. Right, right. Hi, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's that's great. Um, yeah, so those are, those are my step siblings, right? And so when my uh, mom and dad got divorced, there was a summer that my dad and my sister, my baby sister, were traveling together. My dad said, "Where do you want to go?" She said, "Take me to my friend's Thais house in uh, in New Orleans," and he did, and met uh, Denise, and. You know, the rest is history, really. Oh, okay. That's, that how, that's how they... Yeah. That's how they, the, they two, uh, the two younger hooked girls hooked them up. 
Wow, no kidding. And I, you know, they, it's so, and they were together much longer than my actual mother and father were. So, uh-huh. and, and, you know, we're, uh, my mother was still in the picture the whole time. They were all hanging out because Denise was my mom's best friend, my real mom's best friend. Oh, wow. Before it all. So they really were yeah. bohemians. Yeah. So, and, uh, and, uh, yeah. But it was a, it was a big, it turned out to be a big family. Nice. And, you know, uh, semi functional. Yeah. Right, right, right. So about all you could ask for these days. So when I contacted you to come on the podcast, your reaction was, uh, uh, what took you so what long? You I, so I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> That's what it was, yeah. Right, right. So, uh, uh, you know, you, you've played in all these bands. We first met, I think, when uh, you were in the Frank Spencer Quartet band. You were the, the front man, singer in that band. Again, there was, there was no actual Frank Spencer in that band. No, it was, uh, and it was, uh, it was initially called a quartet when it was a, a trio. So uh-huh. when they asked me to join, it kind of spoiled the whole day, but hopefully it was worth the, uh, the damage. So right. who was this guy that wasn't in the band? Was he, he a real is, person? He, or no, just he a was a television band. star, oh, a really okay. goofy, an, an English television star. Oh, okay. Or that was actually, the, that was the character, okay. was, uh, was named Frank Spencer, who I'm, I've seen. I'm not that aware of him myself. Right, yeah, I'd never heard yeah. of him. But uh, Keith Keller, my, yes. my old, uh, yes. our departed friend, yes. uh, who had uh, Shea Flame Studio, was recording, uh, well, was the, record, a, a yeah. record with you guys, yeah. and, uh, and I he, think you worked on that record. He, a little he called bit. me yeah. up and said, uh, "Hey, uh, could could you bring your Magnus chord organ over? You know, I had one of those right. fan driven yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, organs. They sound really cool." He's like, "Yeah, we want to use it," so I brought it over. I was listening to that the other day. Actually, I didn't know that was your piece of equipment. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Great. Yeah, so met all of you guys. And, yeah. and got to be friends and, and saw the band and and uh, but anyway let's let's go back a little bit so uh, in, before that and I didn't know about any of this until recently uh, you had a whole career in London as a uh, in a skiffle band yeah now uh, what caused you to go over there in the first place so you, I guess you graduated from McMain or not did you I don't know what yeah well I ended up graduating in, in Virginia okay. uh, at the same high school that Becky Curry graduated oh from. wow Just, okay uh, you know uh, coincidentally, right? But I've, uh, I've held that as a badge of honor. Legendary so Becky Curry, uh, bass player, the, yeah, the bass player in the Rhapsodizers, yeah. and uh, and uh, and the- so I met uh, my who is now my wife, Kedred, here in New Orleans, and she got a job in London, and I had already been playing washboard and singing with my friends Pablo and Mike Ankermeyer and uh, and Dan Riley. We had the Mojo Social Aid and Pleasure Club, and we. Uh, we had a good old time. We were, we used to play like union songs and reggae songs and all kinds of stuff. And then, uh, so my wife was in England, and I, you know, I didn't know how long it was going to be there. I f- figured I'd go over there for a little while. And uh, f- for some strange reason, I I, I packed my washboard. Uh-huh. And then, like, so I get there like the second day. I'm uh, I'm walking around in Covent Garden, and here I see. Uh, a guy playing a, a a wooden box with one string coming out of it. You know, similar to what we'd had as the gut bucket bass. Like a washtub bass. But this was out of a wood. It's a, a tea chest bass. It's made out of a tea chest. Okay. So there was him and this guitar player, and it was completely lacking a backbeat. And uh-huh. so I actually, <clears throat> excuse me, I actually, I, you know, I just approached him and said, hey, I got this washboard, and uh, how about I sit in tomorrow, you know? Uh-huh. And he looked and at when me. when was got, this? 
This was, uh, I, I don't like to say that it, it dates me, but anyway, this is early 80s. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Early, mid-80s. Um, and so, I, I kind of, you know, I bought him a drink and I persuaded him and he's like, yeah, well, all right, but, uh, you know, we could, we'll tell you to shut up anytime we want and we're not guaranteeing you a cut of the money, uh-huh. you know. You're on probation. Yeah. Right. But I mean, for and it was busking. You know, this was just a busking set. It mm-hmm. wasn't like I was joining the band. And so, sure, yeah. Even then, they didn't want to didn't want to extend too many. Yeah, too no, many, not uh, at all. Guarantees uh, for you. No, um, not at all. And uh, so, what you know, at, at Covent Garden, there's a little hill, and there's the 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 underground station up the hill. So a lot of sound doesn't really reach up there. But I had this washboard with this cowbell on it. And uh, that that bass I was talking, the T-Chess bass, it, mm-hmm. it puts out this enormous distance of sound. Wow, you no hear it, like, it really carries, huh? And so, you know, it became this thing. You'd get off the tube station there, and you'd hear this, and you couldn't tell what the hell it was. So everyone, you know, we we drew a crowd, you know, and uh, and that was uh, the the guitar player's band. He was Gordon Rhymes. The band was called Slap and Tickle. Which okay. uh, I like is, the name. Yeah, it's, it's a great name. kind of what we do here on the Trouble Men <laughs> yeah. podcast. And uh, and we would play like Lead Belly songs. And there's this guy Lonnie Donegan, right? Who's the king of, of Skiffle. Uh huh. And uh, so he, he like joke songs, novelty songs. Right. So Skiffle was popular in like the fifties. Right? It was in yeah, the fifties, yeah. and it was basically uh, I heard that it started because uh, it was a Dixieland band. In, uh, in London, I think it was called the the Chris Barber Band. And when they took their break, their guitar player Lonnie Donegan would get up there and sing his, uh, you know, his his favorite American folk songs, and, okay. that, and that kind of just started from that. It really started, and then people, you know, started uh, adapting it, you know, of course, and making it faster and slower, and and, and so it. That's what it had in the fifties. It had a life kind of thing. Right. After that, it was. Uh, antiquated style. By the time we do it, it was considered kind of a antiquated novelty uh-huh. style. So of you guys figured uh, it's perfect. Uh. We figured it was perfect, and then we actually started writing our own material. You know that that suited my voice and suited this kind of quirky ding dong ding. Now, sound. now, did the did the whole thing exploded when you started being the front man? Because I saw a video of y'all performing. It was a huge crowd, and and you really have a presence well, as a, as a front man. I mean, you you you're very comfortable. I don't know if you just if that was a natural thing that 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 a natural gift you had. I think working the street, working the street, and seeing uh, what I thought other people leaving money on the table by not doing that. Okay, you know what I mean. And I of course I enjoy it. You know, but when, when those shoot. That's just a perfect combination of four or five guys. You know, you do it over and over and over, and you become this really tight little little unit. And I, yeah, I played my role certainly and did did the best at it. But so, did, when did you realize that you were in the band? Now you weren't just right. uh, well it, it, because of so many like member changes. It was a street band, you know. Uh, you know, at the beginning, I, I kind of was the last man standing, so. By the time it got good, it was my band, not you. Know, ah, okay. But cool. I wasn't the I wasn't the head songwriter or anything like that. It was right. very dependent on on a group effort, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what it did is that it, it gave us some money to, to make our first recording, and that gave us some money to buy a van and start going up down the country. But we would also we'd come play the, the town square, you know, the high street, 
and take those same instruments and like battery go power and go into a club yeah. and raise hell. You know, that was the main thing. You can raise hell wherever you go. That was, so that was our motto. Like. So that band uh, kind of uh, uh, morphs into the Gutter Brothers at some point? It was always called the Gutter Brothers. Oh, okay. And then... Um, well, I thought you said it was called Slap and Tickle. No, that was... Uh, that was the first. Yeah, that iteration. was the first. Man, okay. sorry, I skipped. That's all right. I skipped a note there. That's okay. Yeah. So, so now we're on to the Gutter Brothers. Now we're on to the Gutter Brothers. The, the Gutter Brothers winds up being very successful. I mean, oddly enough, for you know a uh, kind of jacked up skiffle band. Yeah. Like I, you sent me a video of, of you guys playing uh, towards the end. Towards the end, playing yeah. at the Mean Fiddler yeah. to a packed house. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a great night. So yeah, we and then, and then the. Uh, the person who played the T-Chess bass, who was, you know, was there from the beginning, mm-hmm. in Slap and Tickle and the Gutter Brothers, he uh, he was a little older and he didn't he didn't want to get in the van anymore and go tracing up down the country. So we let him, you know, bow out. He was still uh, he was a lyricist. He was the main lyricist. Okay. Band, so he still had played a role and was very happy to be part of it. And we just didn't we didn't want to audition for a T-Chess bass player. We had. A lot of our material had developed to where it could could be played, uh, you know, with uh, whatever normal Regular rock and roll. Yeah, That's right, right. And then you know, and then we we just kind of switched overnight. And w- what it was is we got offered a a, a support tour for Doctor Feelgood, mm-hmm. their 1992 tour. Lee Brillo. Uh, Lee Brillo. Uh, Wilco Johnson was no longer in it, um, but it was Lee. He was the, the, still the. The original member, and he's married to a girl from Hammond, I think, Shirley. Yes, that's, I know Shirley yeah. from Hammond. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, she was married to this guy who was. Uh, they were quite, they were quite like influential to punk, mainly from their attire. Okay. They started with the thin ties, and apparently, if Doctor Feelgood came to the club, you didn't know if they were going to hold you up or, or take the stage. You know, they were just they were some rough characters from South End. Okay. And I guess met Shirley somewhere around that time. Anyway, uh-huh. uh, so anyway, Dennis didn't want to go out. He was a T-Chess bass player, and we got offered this tour. So we just kind of adjusted a lot of the songs and brought in other songs that, um, you know, wrote some songs for the purpose and stuff. Became a little bit more of a, a straight-ahead rock and roll yeah. uh, outfit. Roots, yeah. roots rock and roll. Wait, now what is your wife doing this whole time? She's there, right? My, you my followed wife, her there. She's pushing the baby around. Yeah, pushing the baby. No, we didn't have the... one yet. She walks, right? She God knows walking, why, yeah. but she's walking. She had a stroller and she was pushing it. No, she had either. several no. jobs and she, had, she came back and lived in Brooklyn for some of that time and worked for the uh, Federation of the Handicap and she was involved with that first uh, I don't, what, the law the handicap law I should know the name of it but Rams. Yeah. American with Disabilities yeah, Act she worked, yeah, yeah. Uh, she worked to get that done with okay. uh, with her boss and uh, so they built a lot of ramps yeah exactly cool. but, uh, but then she came you know then as I got a little more successful uh, she, she came back to London and what you saw was just at the end of the Dr. Feelgood tour, and we about six months before it was all over. Okay, but but during that time, y'all wound up uh, recording for uh, Elvis Costello's label yes. and being on the Jules yeah. Holland show. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, we actually uh, Nick Lowe was was uh, instrumental in getting that forced from that Dr. Feelgood tour and seeing us there. Nice and. Uh, that was that was great. We got to meet him. He used to, you know, we got uh, we all had tickets to Little Village when they played the Hammersmith Odeon, which was, okay. you know, uh, 
that was a, that was a great show. Um, anyway, it was just fun at that time, and they were uh, I don't know what you call it. Undergr- if underground records still exist or whatever they were at that time, they were an edgier product. They hadn't been bought out by another major or anything like uh-huh. that. Um, Elvis Costello was pretty much running it, you know. Yeah, and it had all of Elvis's back catalog. That was its main meat and potatoes, and we uh, we were one of three acts that that got that had new music uh-huh. with them. And you guys actually became kind of a uh, kind of a darling of the the rock and roll set. I understand where you're playing like a lot of rock star weddings yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah, we were the fun little band to come in, and, and the great part about that is that they didn't want us to come play wedding. You know, they let us play our songs. They knew they knew about us. Yeah, come on and you know weddings are weird. All of a sudden the room's empty, and you're like, but you you play on like just because someone's having a drink and the other, you know. Sure. So it's still a wedding gig, you know what I mean? Right. But right. What are you going to say, you know? When uh, yeah, no, you say yes when exactly. they ask you. Yeah, exactly. Bruce Dickinson was was that was he was huge at the time, okay. you know, and he was married an American girl. And he saw us busking on the beach in Brighton, and you know we kind of made the deal right there on the spot. Nice. Nice. So, uh, so the the that kind of wraps up the the gutter the gutter brothers. Uh, how, exactly. How d- and then um, some of the people that were the fans, some two of the fans of the gutter brothers, ended up coming to New Orleans with their band, Frank Spencer Quartet, hmm. and said, "Why don't you come be our vocalist?" Oh, okay. But they kind of moved here, you know, for that reason. I, we had so it's your over, fault. Yes, my okay, fault. All right. that, the, co- the cacophony that uh, pursued. Uh-huh. Um, I had sung on a, an album they did. They did, a, they did an album called uh, Mutant Dog, A Life on the Run. And uh, I think it had 187 tracks on the CD, on one CD. 187? Some of them were very short. Yeah, those guys were really, really shooting for the stars. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they just came to me with that idea. Well, when let's I was, go, back, yeah. go back real quick. Go okay, yeah. how, how, how much uh, records did you release? How many records did you we did, um We did our own, which sold 10,000 copies out of the back of our van. Right, okay. And then we nice. did one with uh, oh. Demon Records by Elvis Costello, uh-huh. and it sold... Ten copies. Okay. Uh, Who produced that? Who did Elvis produce uh, it? No, he did. No, we had the same producer. Okay. Throughout all our stuff, because okay. he was he was making us sound good long before we had any right to. So okay. we stuck with him, and he did uh, jazz code. You know. Did great, you ever have any uh, mingling with Elvis Costello? Did you get to know uh, him a little bit? No, and uh, meet I mean, him in or? the same room with him. Yeah. Like I say, much more. Nick Lowe and Nick Lowe would take us out to the to the local pub. There was a guy called you might have heard of Austin Delone. Mm, he was in a yeah. the first pub rock band was a was a bunch of American guys called Eggs Over Easy, and oh. that kind of inspired a band called Brinsey Swartz. Sure, that's the one yeah. everybody knows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that was uh, you know, um, and so so Austin Delone was an American in Eggs Over Easy. Okay, so you signed with Elvis with the help of Nick Lowe. What year is this? When is this around? This is um, 
89. 89. Okay. 90. Okay. All right. Cool. It's foggy back there. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually. <laughs> yeah, around that time. No, I, I worked on a film in Spain where Elvis Costello was in the film, and I got to meet him for oh, a second. Yeah, mi- cool. You know, a minute. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was a bunch of American actors and British musicians all put right. together in the south of Spain, and we're all in this hotel room. Not not a room. I mean a lobby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like yeah, 80, like I yeah, say, yeah, yeah right. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. And <laughs> just I, you and him in the just, room you know, anyway. I, and I just really, you know, gave him a scratcher. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he was always he always had a guitar with him. Really? Yeah, in the lobby, everyone's part. You know, like uh, there's all these. You know, the Pogues were there and stuff. Yeah, a lot of drinking and craziness going on in the hotel lobby that pretty much every sense. night. Yeah, you know, but he always just had a guitar with him. You know, and he was, uh, yeah. Well, he I, when I saw him, you know, from he across a, a crowded room, yeah. <laughs> he did not have a guitar. <laughs> okay. He looked pretty jazzed up. Put it that way, though. Cool, cool. Well, uh, Manny, um, looking at the drinks and oh, the, yeah. it seems like about that time. Huh? Yeah. Hey, man, you know the drill. I thought, yeah, we're gonna yeah, take we're, five. We're gonna take a break. You can get a, the nation knows what to do. That's right, what that's counts. Right. right. The nation, and we can do whatever we so want. So basically, when you podcast, you have like ten minutes of of silence. No, no, you we'll take, have some. Gutter, oh, you take that part. Out. No, we'll put some of uh, your Gutter Brothers music. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, they're, yeah, okay, yeah. or anything you want to promote. Right, yeah, you know, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm sure we can maybe work something out. Maybe you switch from music to politics. Maybe you want to well, have a. It's worked out. We could okay do like for a you, ten right? minute spiel on you. Uh, you know, on how you feel about. Uh, any the, subject, yeah. You any like, subject, yeah. you know. Nancy Pelosi's husband. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think our, I could do good, ten minutes. Our on good, that. my good friend, our good friend, uh, uh, T. Ben Boudreau texted me. He's hilarious. I love him. <laughs> he texted me. He goes, man, that guy's been hammered twice in the last three months. <laughs> uh, I, I pulled the mic away so they couldn't hear me laugh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Nation, you know what to do. We'll be right back. Back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am Renee Coleman. Back with our guest, Mr. Tony Green. The yo, same yo. one. Uh, Antonio Green. <laughs> or Anthony Antonio Green. Antonio Verde. 
Okay, so, there uh, you go. Tony, uh, I want to present you with a couple of Troubled Men podcast stickers. Wow. We often forget that wow. to give those to the guests, but yes, uh, they haven't, haven't forgotten tonight. And, uh, you know, Tony, uh, I know you are a listener to this show, so you, you understand our reliance on uh, loose change as, yeah. a, uh, as a supporter of the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, we, we say that in a figurative sense because hardly anybody actually has change. I mean, hardly right. anybody actually pays with cash anymore. There's so no pocket money doesn't exist. Right, right. So, so you don't need to, uh, you know, put change in an envelope and send it to us. Uh, uh, we actually, you know, they have those change machines at supermarkets, so. So yeah. someone has changed. Yeah. Well, no, I used those. Remember, I told you I, yeah, I, I you brought bags a, uh, and bags. I think I, I I got like something like three hundred and fifty dollars from uh, all the change <laughs> that I had. So now I'm out yeah. of change. I hoard I hoard change, so I probably got you know. Right. No. I it figured was, it's going to be worth more one day. Surely, right? Well, if it's I silver, I, I, I hung on to all my my silver. No, my name you know, is right. Manny, yeah. not Shirley. There you go. Um, there you go. There um, I think my house is going to start sinking from all the change. <laughs> Before, before the price goes. What did you do with that money? You buy crack? Well, yeah. You bought some crack? As much as I could buy, yeah. Right. And, and, you know, and some value. Who's your to, crack dealer these days? Uh, it depends, you know, whoever's got the best shit, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Uh, you got to shop around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, you, My you don't crack wanna... dealer is Slippery Leroy. Okay. That's his name, Slippery right. Leroy. He's off of Airline... And Carrollton. Huh. He's Any a particular good guy. convenience store to find him? Or, <laughs> you know. I know, just the general area. I know where you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Over what, there what, by what Costco. Are, what are his hours? <laughs> uh, they vary. Yeah. Well, you got to know these things. Right, you know? sure, yeah. sure. I think this day and age is an app for that, though. <laughs> well, we're, we're, crack app. We're developing crack one. App. Yeah, yeah. It's, good, yeah. it's called Find a Fiend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. We're, we're working on that. Anyway, uh, uh, back to we the digress. back to our, our, our the, the the whole point of the spiel is uh, that that we're we need we're, money. we're relying on this is a listener supported operation, Tony. Yeah, and, I, I, uh, and that being said, uh, you know we we do have a Venmo link and a, a PayPal link in the in the Facebook uh, page and also in the show notes of every episode. And uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, our, our new regular supporter and terrific percussionist mr michael skinkus who has become a regular Yay. listener and a regular supporter of the show so shout thank out to michael skinkus thank yeah. you michael and uh now you know, who does what does he do oh he's a great uh you know uh conga player uh he plays all the percussion and latin percussionist uh he plays with a whole bunch of different bands i've worked with oh. him with a number, number of different groups okay. it's uh, he teaches in the school system and uh he's uh He's he loves the Trouble Men podcast, man. So uh, really? you know, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's, there's no accounting for taste, Tony. That's, that's that. what we say. Um, I was, uh, if you were looking <laughs> for the, the line, yeah, right, right, right. I don't know though. Right. I was kind of looking at you. <laughs> but uh, so so anyway, yes. Uh, 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 you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you must be enjoying it. If you're enjoying it, uh, you know, get some skin in the game so we please, can keep please. bringing you yeah. these terrific guests like Mr. Tony Green and. Uh, you know, also follow us on social media, uh, you yes. know, Facebook, Instagram. Yes. Um, uh, we try to stay away Say from it, Twitter, yeah. but uh, uh, also, uh, you Elon know, Musk follow us. That, right? right, right, right. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a wasteland, man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, 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 subscribe, uh, rate, and review the podcast wherever you're listening share. to this podcast. Share it, but uh, you know, give, give us uh, uh, five stars. You can say uh, "fuck Manny and Renee." Uh, five stars. We love yeah. that. 
Um, also, we well, yeah, have like one star is fuck them a little bit. Then like no, really it's got to be it's <laughs> got to be five really stars. No, no, give us five fuck stars. Them hard. Say, stars. say whatever you want. Fuck say whatever. Come hard. Say, say something nasty, but give us no five lubrication stars. whatsoever. Right, 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 right. Just fuck them hard. Right, right. Well, we deserve <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, um, uh, we've been asking for it clearly. Uh, and also, we have the, as Manny always wants to point out, we have the uh, Trouble Men Podcast T-shirts available. Yes. And, and, okay. uh, t-shirts. You know, yeah. get out ahead of it. It may take a little bit longer than. Uh, you know, just ordering like a Saints shirt, for instance. But uh, you know, it's going to be better. You're going to be uh, happier with the Troubleman Absolutely, podcast, yeah. uh, absolutely. Especially when you wear it in public and you get the shit beaten out of you. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, it's absorbent, so you could get a lot yeah, of yeah. blood. That's, that's right. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. I suggest black. Um, <laughs> Uh, and what else am I uh, leaving out here? Um, I don't know. We'll think about it. Uh, think about it. Well, it'll out. come back to right, you. Right, right, right. At some point. Yeah. Just get out there, nation. And, and uh, We have the Patreon page as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yes. the Patreon And, and, and uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't really have any special features. You know, it just takes the guesswork out of supporting <laughs> right, the podcast, yeah. you know. I it's mean, easy uh, to pay these days, Well, here's the thing. It? Here's the thing. I could put a whole bunch of stuff behind a paywall. And then and then hold everyone hostage. I like to just say, it's all out there. Right. Some of you have the ability to to finance this, so why don't you do that? Right. You know. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to get I don't need to get uh, strict with people or heavy handed. You know. It's it's, it's a it's a this is a voluntary operation. You're here voluntarily. Absolutely. Right? Okay. You have to say that. Yeah. No one put a gun to your head, right? Well, not yet. But the <laughs> no, night is young. No, baby. Yeah, right? yeah. What makes what would make anyone think? Well, that? he's the gun owner. I'm not. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I got yeah, guns yeah, for every hole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> but it's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Elon Musk, he bought Twitter, you know, and now, now he's going to Mars. I th- oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, well, he's, he's, he's they're planning, going up and down a lot, aren't they? He's planning, you yeah. know, trips you can go to Mars. He'll take you to Mars. I mean, I'll tell you, the, your, boy, your boy knows about rockets, man. Your boy's hooked up. Right, but, it, you know, no not, one is a smarter serial killer <laughs> if you're taking people to Mars, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, because yeah. there's nobody right. watching. Yeah, what are you watching? No one right. could hear you scream. No one can hear you, you scream. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, enough of that. Back to our guest, uh, Mr. Tony Green, who actually never left. I, 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 I love you, Tony. You, you know, I didn't have to tell you twice to jump in here. <laughs> no, no, you did not. <laughs> I gave you all like forty seconds. You got it right from the jump. Yeah. No, we like that. We love that. Okay. Um. So, so you're you're in the gutter. Brothers, that's kind of wrapping up. I actually yeah. saw y- y'all at some point. Not to get too mired in the gutter, brothers, but you you actually uh, went back and and had kind of a reunion, recorded yeah. another record, did a yeah. documentary, and like the twenty fifteen area. We since about we got uh, a big band that people still remember over there. Still, you know, it, it it's dwindling. You know, we're getting well, a couple sure. hundred a show because they're dying off. Let's face it. Right. But right. anyway, um, they're falling but, downstairs. It's just stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, you're just falling <laughs> down. Uh, in general, yeah. So we've been getting together fairly regularly, not not during COVID, but um, and uh, you know, one of the times. I said, "Oh, you know, let's let's make another record." It sounded like good. It was it was very it was a it's a great record. It it, it was painful, you know, for just me being away from home, and we all were just you know in a room trying to bring it out of midair, and that's uh, it takes a lot of work, you know. Right. So, but uh, we're, I'm really happy we made it. It was kind of a silly idea, put it that way. Okay, but, but uh, yeah, but but, but, you- but yeah, we do. And I was over there in uh in th- this year actually. I'm trying to think what year it was. Huh, but yeah, okay. so we we go do 
We still have fun. Nice, nice. So, so you come back to the states. You, uh, you know, you're reunited with your wife. You, you, you guys uh, come back to New Orleans. You're doing the Frank Spencer Quartet for a while. Yeah. Um, that kind of runs its course. You have another band, uh, Saint Rock. Yeah. With one of my heroes, Steve. Steve Walters yeah. on bass. He's Steve amazing. Walters was the bass player in the Normals. Uh, the preeminent uh, punk rock band in New yeah. Orleans in the, the late 70s. And uh, Steve was just the coolest man. Yeah. He always looked like he just rolled out of bed. Like, and, and that and, signature Thorazine stance. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> and... and uh, but he he had a very sweet disposition, kind of kind of always looked like he was slightly out of it. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but I'm sure girls really dug Steve because he's oh, got yeah. that got that kind of uh, you know easy charm about him. But man, what a fucking thumping bass yeah. player, man! Just I powerful. never met him back then, and then when I came back, like at, at this time, in the well, it must be like '92. Um, I was in construction the whole time, and he was. He was primarily doing There's a lot of movie, movie construction, right. but I had some Painting jobs that I needed faux effects, you know, mm -hmm. on some certain things. And uh, he came out and did it for me. I said, aren't you Steve Walters, you know, yeah. that guy from that band that we all used to go see all the right. time? And he, yeah, he was really cool about it. And uh, So you wind up in a band with Steve. And then I was, I was just starting to write my own stuff at that time, you know, music and lyrics. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so, and I got to with, and at the time I was living around the corner from Roger Martin, and uh, sure, Roger, a great drummer who, who, yeah. who I played in the Backsliders. Yeah, with. right. Right. Way okay. back in the day, is right. that the only band you've been in with him? I figured you and him. I, I think so. I think okay. that's the only band, regular band we okay. were in together. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's a great drummer, um, and so me and Roger kind of said, "Well, let's get about it." So I, I asked him. We had auditioned a couple other people that weren't working out, but. Um, so I uh, I asked him, but was very surprised that he said yes. You know, and like, all right, let's start rehearsing right away. And then I called on uh, Ben Sumner to come help us out, who was in FSQ. Right. And um, yeah, that that uh, that was kind of a Mermaid Lounge, Circle Bar. You know, you, we never really broke out of that bubble too much. We got sure. We played a couple times in the quarter. And uh, we played in my carport and someone else's carport. You know, right. That was. The, but we had a lot of fun. It was it was great for me to to shoulder the songwriting and and, and holding myself responsible, and and but at the same time going with my instincts and my gut. Even though I didn't, I wasn't aware of uh, a lot of the. I didn't think I knew how to write music, you know. But uh -huh. uh, but I figured out that I did, you know. Okay. And it's it served me well to to take that exercise. I usually collaborate. St. Rock, though, you guys had Wednesdays at the Circle Bar. You had, you guys, yeah, had, yeah, we did got, have a couple Wednesdays at the Circle. Well, like no, I thought it was like no, no. Uh, was that was that was two. still Kelly was still alive? Yes, right? yes, Kelly she was. was. Still alive. Yeah. Because Hans was making the calendar, and St. Rock was always like every other Wednesday. Yeah, for, yeah, for we a did, long time. Yeah, we did. We, yeah. It's going back. Yeah, 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 well, now were yeah, you yeah. were you were you tight with Kelly Keller? Because you know Kelly Keller is kind of the patron saint of this Absolutely. podcast. Absolutely, and I probably knew her um, in her last six months. And yes, we were. Okay, we were uh, maybe yeah, maybe more like that. Maybe more like a year. 
but you know, I was on the tail end of that. She was a wonderful person. Yeah, we, we miss did her get, so much. We man. did get tight. You know, I could just say, Kelly, slot us in. All right, you know, you got a gig. Right. Yeah. And obviously, she was friends with my sister. We were never all there at the same time. Uh-huh. But me and Dave Clements went right, you know, so I fell right in with them. Right. Right. She was a, she was a wonderful person. Yeah, man. Boy, Kelly would love, love this podcast, I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> like you say, she's practically here. She is, she yeah, is yeah, yeah. Well, there. you know, I always yeah. feel like as long as we keep people in, in our in our conversation and our memories, it's yeah. uh, they're, they're still here in, Absolutely. in a sense, you know. Absolutely. Uh, so what happened to this Walters guy? Moved to Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. Steve, uh, he's, he's out in the country somewhere, man. Yeah, he's very I think reclusive. I, he's like and, uh, off the grid. Right. And uh, he must he's have a white ser- supremacist. No, now. no, he's not. No, he's a gentle no, he's soul. Oh, okay. He really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he, he just was on tour because he toured with. He was in Cowboy Mouth. I don't know if he was the he, first one. I think he might he have been the first bass player with, with him. Cowboy Mouth. And yeah. I think he came across this this pl- you know place in Colorado uh, where he could train. Where he could train <laughs> <laughs> rifle <laughs> with the militia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, maneuvers. No, yeah. <laughs> Steve Walters. Black Klansman. I don't want any. <laughs> yeah, no, we would dispel just, any just, rumors now. Just Josh and Steve, we love you, yeah. babe. Again, yeah. still my hero. Uh, I think I used to embarrass Steve by telling him that all the time. He's like, man, come on, you gotta quit saying that. And and I said, here's what I said to him. I said, you don't get to to decide who my heroes That's true. are. That's true. <laughs> I, it's for That's me a great to decide. Thing about worship. <laughs> anyway, so so uh, you're you're in these bands uh, simultaneously uh, out of nowhere. You know, my kids have been involved in uh, baseball and softball at Carrollton Boosters since they're like five years old. You know, since they could. Somewhere along the line, uh, you wind up uh, fielding a team, a softball team uh, for Carol- girls softball. Yeah. yeah. And you uh, you uh, uh, draft my daughter. Yes. Yeah. So, so you were the coach of our team for I think two years. Yeah, at least one. But I think we uh, we had yeah we were together for two or, or uh, she was on the team. Okay. We, and my daughter was practiced too. You know, was in the team too. I'm not this creepy guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just want to make that clear. It wasn't just for the access to <laughs> to eight year old girls. Right. 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 Thank you. But but, uh, uh, but man, what a great time what we a had! Great I was, time I was thinking we about had. that, you know, like the those spring uh, evenings by the by the river, man, with the yeah, water, the, yeah. the breeze coming yeah. off the river, man. Yeah. It's just the, the the greatest times ever. The smell of the grease paint out there, right? That's right. right. The, but I tell you, smell uh, the crowd. Roar I the tell you, paint. I've done a lot of fun things, you know. And that, you know, do <laughs> That's <laughs> a blanket yeah, statement. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so me and Manny yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've yeah. done some fun things. <laughs> I used to walk. But, yeah, yeah, it was fun. He used to walk to Alvarado Street. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. All right. But uh, that was as much fun as I'd ever had as far as, it, uh, you know, adrenaline and uh, just having a great time. Yeah. You know? and just the thrill of it all. You right. wouldn't. I would have thought Were you that. like Walter Matthau and Bad News Bears? Kind of. He was yeah. a little bit oh, like yeah. that. Just screaming at I, the other coaches. I had my personality. Hey, Turner! Yeah. What are you doing intentionally walking a kid with the bases empty? <laughs> you know, were you doing things like that? Well, I don't, it wasn't allowed in the later years. It was, it was so, a little So bit his more. kid was like kind of like lupus, right? His no. kid was amazing. His <laughs> kid was, was like the the best try she, the about she excelled she took the she took her job so very how do you, seriously how do you, how do you how do you pick a girl to be catcher though 
Wow, that is the hardest position. Yeah, to it take is. an eight-year-old girl and say, "All right, stand there and see have that balls other girl. thrown at She's you. She's going to throw it at your head. Yeah, squat down and in this least. very uncomfortable position. Yeah. First yeah. off, fifty right. times a game, right? And have balls in front of your and face. And you're in charge of everything else that happens <laughs> on the field as well. <laughs> you on. know, let's talk about foreshadowing. Huh? Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> squat down and have some balls in front of your face. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's right. going to get worse than yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. it's going to get worse than this. <laughs> Are you sure people listen to this? No, there's we're not times, sure. We're not times sure. I'm not sure of that at all. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't matter. know why they would this or not. This is really for our own But amusement. it must be yeah. hard to tell a kid you're <laughs> yeah. going to have to do this position. It is absolutely. Over they, most of them again. just shake their head. Yeah. You know. But then you find one kid that will embrace it. Well, yeah, if you're lucky. Right. If you're lucky. If you got one of those, you, you, you know, it's a simple formula. You know, take your worst kid and teach them how to hit the ball. You know, they don't have to be right. uh, Mickey Mantle out there, but take the, take the one who's afraid of hitting, make, get them to Teach hit, them to make contact. And, they're gonna, and if they get on base, and it's that's all bonus. Because you can pretty much get the – there's some of them that are really good. Right. They know more about the game than I ever would. Yep. <laughs> now, and you just put them over there to now, work on earth. You know, I would always show up to uh, to practices yeah. and, and, you know – Fucked I, up. I love – well, you know <laughs> yeah. – I, 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 I would bring a daiquiri, but, yeah. uh, you know, and I always have my, my, I was uh, my single hitter. you got to have some help but, to get through this. Right. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Well, yeah. you know, you Pine wanna, tar doesn't really make it, right? Yeah, no, exactly. yeah. you got to go for the real tar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wears off to find it. Right, right, right. Yeah. But uh, but uh, th- th- people would sometimes say, well, Renee, would you uh, coach third base? And yeah. I'm like, if I coach third base, <laughs> everybody on this team will be mad at me. Right. First he said, which base is third base? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I know where it is. I just, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I just no, don't know what's free supposed base, to happen. No, he said free base, I'm in. Right, sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. We had fun. Yes, yes, it was good times. So, uh, so back to the music. Um, so, uh, so you have Saint Rock for a while, and then you're kind of lying low for a little yes, bit. Yes, I But did. then you get recruited for uh, the the Fortifiers with uh, Sonny Schneider. So, and 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 let me say at the same time, uh, your name was recently brought up by uh, uh, one of our uh, shadow. Uh, producers uh derek houston who oh, sometimes right? will yeah. throw names my way and right. now so you're a name that i've had on on different lists at different times but i'm not very organized with the list these days so sometimes i forget about them you know yeah. so so another name he threw at me was sonny schneider and i was like oh those are both great ideas so i contacted sonny who's again yeah. uh, leading this fortifiers yeah. band uh-huh. and he got back to me he said thank you renee i'm not really somebody that Oh, wants well, to get in does, front of the microphone. Yeah, he is a bit like that. So you know? I'm going to take a pass, but I love the show. So shout out to Sonny Schneider. All right, we, uh, thank we, you. We yeah. love you, Sonny. Cool, uh, cool, Sonny. So yeah, th- that kind of came about. We I can't. We were at Tipitina's, and we all walked over to the Rouse's parking lot, uh, and we were all going to go our separate ways. And famously, Sonny, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, no, no. Sonny booked Tipitina's. Forever, the talent, he, he was the talent, talent coordinator. Yeah, he was he was swiped by uh, House of Blues, and it was and there was for ten over ten years. Talent buyer there yeah. forever. He's uh, in fact 
Sonny was saying that he's now one of his big musical things is he produces these uh, the, uh, like tribute shows at yes. Tipitina's. He did one for I think maybe he's, Dr. John. He's got one coming up, uh, the Alan Toussaint songbook. I think the day after uh, uh, Thanksgiving, they're doing yeah. Tipitina's Alan Toussaint All Star Band. Yeah. So Sonny's uh, up to his uh, his his eardrums with. with he still that got work. he still got his fingers in the in yep. the business yep. as yep. it were. He, he's one of the greats, man. So anyway, go on with anyway. The four we fires. ended up back at Sonny's uh, with a Toots in the Maytals party. He just put on Toots, and I rolled a couple joints, and uh, we just danced. And Jeb Bald w- was with us, who is also in the Fortifiers, and okay. we just, you know, got uh, got a little bit loose. And da- I mean, we just sat there for hours dancing to Toots and the Maytals. He had he had. Now, what kind of songs. music is the Fortifiers? What do blues, you- R&B, jump okay. blues. Uh, a little country uh and you are you are playing the i'm playing the bass okay you're playing the bass basically we had such a great time uh like within the next couple days he had because i think he dave clements was was playing a little bit with him okay and ben sad mel was also playing drums so they Mm. they kind of had a band but it was sunny and jeb looking for more of a permanent band Uh and he asked me to play bass and i kind of thought I, I have a bass, you yeah. know, <laughs> and so I told him that I didn't bullshit him. But you know, six months later, I was playing at the band. You actually came and took a couple of lessons from me. I'm not That's, sure if, yeah, if, no, uh, if it yeah. was worth the money. No, but, it was. Uh, you know. It was indeed. I think one thing I remember telling you, you know, I realized it wasn't, yeah. you know, you weren't going to be a long-term student. You're just yeah. looking for some tips. Yeah, exactly. And I think some. Uh, I'm happy about this advice I gave you. I said. Just try to get a beautiful sound out of the instrument. Yeah. You know, yeah. just think of try to get a you know yeah. play every note and get a good sound. And figure, out. figure that out any kind right, of way right, you right, could. Right, right, right. He told me to, to practice slow, and that helped. Oh yeah, yeah. And no, that's, that's that, key. That, for that sure. was. Oh. No, he said you were slow. <laughs> right. Wow. But you'll need to practice because you're slow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> either way, either way, it was just being. You know, I mean, Renee. Probably most people know he's certainly one of the best bass players in this town and one of the best bass players in the country, I think. And uh, so, just a, a little bit of time with him uh, was. You realize he wasn't. He's kind of, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, I could do this. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, if that's all yeah, it is. I'm but, paying uh, this guy for this? He was just kind of, you know, say, yeah, it was a little bit of a thumbs up, like, yeah, you'll make it, you know. Just uh, <laughs> just stick to the basics, you'll be fine. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But it is a blues band, you know. And, right. But right. it's such it's such a. Uh, I love being part of a rhythm section, you know. And even as a singer, I kind of, I, I would say I'm part of obviously not part of the rhythm section, but I feel very more connected usually to the rhythm section. Right. Well, uh, and, and, and everybody's got to play time. Everybody's yeah. got to have good time. You yeah, know, the idea exactly. that oh, the the rhythm section is gonna hold us where we need to be it's like no, no, no. everybody yeah. in the band has got to have good time you know yeah yeah but that is the that's it's that's the booty control you know sure. if you got a good rhythm section and people start dancing right. you're you're way ahead of the game right right, right. you can, can elevate the, yeah. the, the, the whole vibe thing. the right, vibe right, all right. just goes up from there right. so anyway uh playing with roger he's the drummer he's a, a fantastic drummer Yep. Uh, I mean, you know, he was uh, he was a good teacher. You know, he kind of brought me along. Nice. And uh, we we kind of click now. You know, I, I keep it simple, but uh, I have a lot of fun, it's fun being part of a rhythm section. It's really fuck yeah, it's man. really fun. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, well. Uh, so let's get to your your latest group, which okay. I love. Okay. Uh, the the so uh, concrete confetti. Concrete. And con- I see you guys got a, a very full uh, 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 calendar coming up. We man. certainly do. Yeah, we do. We uh, well, we just did three sort of Halloween gigs starting on last Wednesday. So uh-huh. that was. Uh, Where's this at? We did. Uh, we did it. Shout man. We. Yeah, I think it's to be a real band. You gotta like go to the parish and, and be with the people you know what right. i'm saying so uh we was out at chalbet at the battlefield great place um and then we did d-max you know where that is right so <coughs> norman c francis right right it's uh formerly you know, jeff davis yeah uh, formerly jeff davis oh okay hey, it's yeah, a right blue, there you know, whatever. yeah it's yeah a, i've played there many times part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're uh, uh, I so think you, we produce you, great music, but we play fucking shitholes, man. Well, well, you you have some interesting places. Uh, another one that I that I, I caught is Brothers Three Lounge. <laughs> oh my God, Brothers Three Lounge on base. magazine, man. Whole you know, base, man. I, I want to play. I want to play yeah. a gig at Brothers Three. That that well, looks like a good isn't time. Isn't that the man. place where you have to? They have to buzz you in. No, that's uh, I don't, uh, not that anymore. Was, that used uh, to yeah. be Miss Mays. The only one I know that that was Miss Mays originally. The, I think the Mylan. You still got. Get buzzed in. Yeah, yeah, you still have to get buzzed yeah. in. Yeah, well, it's but not. Brothers it's three, not though, worth I think it. you had to get buzzed. It's certain yellow. Times a day. No, I think you got to go back 10, 20 years at uh, least. Okay. I'm not well, saying anyway. It's right there, uh, yeah. close to Napoleon on on magazine. No right. buzzer, promise. No okay, buzzer. no buzzer. Looks like a good time. So, co- talk about con- concrete confetti a little bit. Well, I uh, I met uh, Steve Chiswick, who was. Uh, a wonderful guitar player. I think at that time he was actually playing with Darcy Belode. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's from South Florida, very skilled, very, very uh, imaginative. And uh, he was, uh, he was just wanted to write with someone. And that's, you know, that's kind of what I, I was uh, waiting to find a collaborator and, and know a lot of great musicians and, you know, just t- schedules weren't right or something like that. Here's someone I didn't really know at all. And so I said, yeah, what the hell? And it just started to click. You know, he was like, he would do the riffs. I'd come in, you know, do some uh, scat singing over uh, to get a melody down uh-huh. and take it back home. And, you know, we just started to, uh, the chemistry was there, was there right away, you know. And nice. So, and you did a, like a whole record during lockdown or yeah, something? Yeah, we did a, we did a four track EP nice. and, um, that was, you know, it just felt good, you know, be back out writing again, be and and, and cr- creating out of thin air, you know, which is which is the uh, the greatest feeling to me there is to say, yeah, that's good. It was nothing an hour and a half ago, you right. know, and so um, so yeah, we did a we did an EP over uh, lockdown, and then we we put together a band, and we've been uh, you know we've been juggling with different members, but uh, we're starting to hit. We played a dive bar near you, you know, and yeah. we love it. We we love to play. As far as I'm concerned, a wise man once told me that, you know, a live a live gig is like casting a spell, right? And uh that was you who told me that. Oh, okay. Way, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna agree uh, with that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it it. you gotta learn how to do that. You don't right. just get a bunch of guys together and so you gotta find the right people and you gotta get them play in the right way and the only way i know how to do that is to go out you know go out and play so yeah yeah if they'll you know if they'll give us 10 minutes in front of the pool table we'll come set up yeah you'll figure it out man like anything you know uh like tav falco says start in the middle and go from there actually i guess that was uh william eggleston's advice originally (laughs) is that like bored with nothing nothing and still have half of it left i I guess so yeah (laughs) 
but uh but yeah yeah all the you know your 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 unconscious will uh will yeah. make all the connections that need to be made yeah. so 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 that's very exciting to make that become a real bad and man it's i i love the 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 single uh-oh it's yeah. it's very catchy man it's like angular you know it's like aggressive well, kind of hard pop or something he's like highly skilled uh but very metal guitar you know so he's very he, he's He's very riff. It just chunks, chunks and riffs. And I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a true. I like pop music. You know, right. I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not afraid to to attempt to make pop music. You know, right. and that doesn't mean uh, I'm trying to sound like someone else. It means I'm trying to take my ideas and, and interpret them in this way. And also, you know, I like AM radio. I used to, you know, when I was a kid, you grow up listening a to A good the radio. melody that you can yeah. sing along melody, to. Right, you right, know? right. Yeah. And, and I still like that, you know. And, and to me, it's, you know, the, the juxtaposition it amongst heavy stuff is, because it's all, guitars, I think, are, uh, they put you in a state, of, as soon as you hear that riff or whatever, you've already got, a state of mind almost or guitar has that that ability mm. uh not that i play guitar very well or anything but and so i think it's if if you're working with someone that gives you a clear very clear canvas of what what you know where you're starting off here that it's it's really easy to work with people like that so you just start tagging pieces together but you've, if you got that beat riff man you're you're away Man, man, yeah, and I love the way you know you'll start off with like a a uh, particularly I'm gonna I'm gonna use uh oh as the, video, the, as, yeah, as the video, outro yeah. of, of this uh, this okay, thing here. Yeah, know, I love the way the the uh, the whole intro and the the verses have a very uh, you know angular staccato kind yeah, of uh, yeah. thing, and then it goes then it comes to the chorus and it opens up yeah. very yeah. melodic Poppy. and and yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, there's it's, some horns on there. You know, we're not yeah. afraid. We're basically a power trio with a vocalist. Right. We're not afraid to to make stuff sound good, whatever it takes. Yeah, that's no, yeah, it's uh, and that's what kind of well, we that was like our fifth song, and we said, okay, this is. This is worth pursuing. Getting you somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And my daughter, Ruby, made us a great video for about uh, $4.83. Yeah, and it looks, <laughs> and, it looks cool, man. And had lunch for, for six you know, okay. young people wow. and stuff like that. So, it, yeah, we're really happy with that. And, That's, again, all your powers as a front man are, are so, so immediately obvious, you know. Yeah, that's the funny thing about that is that um, the the – the premise of the video is that everyone else is showing me how, you know, well, uh -huh. what, what do you think Tony looks like when he's out <laughs> oh, okay. there? So everyone's trying to out Tony, Tony, uh -huh. and, it, you know, it makes everyone look stupid, and, right. and it's a funny video right. or whatever. Yeah. Makes me look stupid, make them look, it's, we had a great time doing it. Nice, <laughs> nice. Cool. Well, man, Tony, uh, this has been so much fun, guys. Oh, uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I've I think never, uh, it. yeah, we met before, but, we yeah. got down to the nitty gritty this time. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got right to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no small talk. No, no. <laughs> Thank well, you so much, guys. Oh, thanks Appreciate for coming it. on, man. Yeah, and, uh, enjoy your stickers. Yeah, yeah, enjoy <laughs> your stickers. I'll cover them. And, uh, I'll have to think where to stick them. Well, oh, yeah, God. yeah, stick them wisely. Yeah, and, uh, cool. you know, as always on the Troublemen podcast, we like to say trouble never ends. But the struggle continues. Absolutely. It does indeed. Good Fight night. Back. Good night. Slide of hand and manipulate